Hey guys, it's Naughty. So one of the things I really wanted to do is I really wanted to delve more into the secret lives of guys. I want to get more into the confessions of Naughty Audio. And thankfully, I've got a few guys that were willing to share. I have a guy named Ammo who is a conservative, military, masculine man who secretly dresses in sissy clothes and rides his 9-inch dildo behind closed doors. But don't worry, your stories do not have to be that wild. I've actually been approached by a few guys who were interested in sharing, but they were really shy and worried about being exposed. And I told them, I said, look, you're safe with me. I've already interviewed a guy who's been cheating on his wife for 11 years with guys and girls. And he tells me all sorts of other secrets. And they're like, well, I don't see the episode anywhere. And then I remembered. That episode is on my Patreon. Now, normally I would save that episode for my patrons, but I really want you guys out there who are nervous about sharing your stories, I want you guys to feel safe with me. I want you guys to know that if you request, I will disguise your voice to protect your anonymity. And so to make sure you guys feel safe with me, I'm going to do something I've never done, and that is I'm going to take a bonus episode from my Patreon and share it with you all in the hopes that you'll reach out to me and tell me your story. So you're welcome. Here's part one of the exclusive Patreon interview I did with Billy, who's been cheating on his wife for 11 years with guys and girls. Oh, and by the way, if you want to share your story, keep it legal and don't make shit up, because I can tell. Hey guys, Naughty here. In today's episode, well, if you've read the title, then you know what it's about. So in this episode, I interview Billy. Now, Billy is married to a woman and they've been married for 10 years. And throughout this entire marriage and before, he's been cheating on her with men he's met online. And the topic of cheating is very controversial. And I know that. I know many listeners are going to find this hot. They love the idea of a, of a married man cheating with another guy. And then there's also the other listeners that are like, mm, no, I'm not into cheating. I don't condone it. Doesn't matter who you are, what you are. And, you know, personally, I don't agree with cheating just to get that out of the way. I mean, for me, the cheating fantasy, the role play of cheating is extremely erotic for me. But when it becomes real, eh, not so much. But this really isn't about me. I really actually did want to seek out uh, some stories from some guys that do cheat with other men, because I think one of the things, well, for one, the title of the podcast is Naughty. And one of the things that has always fascinated and interested me was the stories that people, and specifically in this case, men tell themselves or tell ourselves and the people we're in relationships with versus what we actually think, feel, and do. And Billy shared a lot of interesting information that I did not anticipate. We talked for so long that we actually had to split this up into two parts. And so in part one of this interview, we talked about so much, we didn't even really get into the whole cheating on his wife part. I mean, we covered a lot. We talked about what his first sexual experience was like with a man. How old was he? What did he wear? And where did he do it? He talks about experimenting with cross-dressing for a short bit as a teen. His first experience bottoming. What he has done with men since then. We talk about his particular kink. We talk about the kind of men he likes. And we even talk about how he used to secretly host hookups with older men when he was supposed to be in class during high school. And I was very surprised to find out his favorite room to hook up in. So, yeah, we covered a lot, but, uh, but it was very interesting. And I think that this will really be informative. I think it'll give some really good insight into the reasons why uh, some people cheat and rationalize and compartmentalize. 
I know there are a lot of cheaters out there that can relate to Billy, and I know that there are a lot of men and women in relationships that really might suspect that their partner is cheating or might want to look for signs and clues as to if they are cheating. So I think it's a really interesting interview. And if you're listening and you're a cheater and you want to talk about it, if you just want to get it off your chest or whatever, then uh, shoot me an email at naughtyaudioformen at gmail.com. So, um, okay. so yeah, I'm here with Billy and first off, Billy, I want to just say thank you so much for doing this. Um, you know, it's, I know it's, you know, it, I know given the situation and being married and everything, I know it's not easy and I know availability is not, doesn't come so easy. And I know that, um, you know, your anonymity is important to you. And so I would, you know, I just want to say to you and the future, uh, uh, callers that I interview that, do not worry. That's important to me. You're, you're good, man. So I just want to say thank you and welcome to the podcast. No problem. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. So, um, so basically you contacted me, uh, to tell me that you have, I guess what we would call a sex confession. And that is that you, uh, you've been married. Have you been married for 10 years or this has just been going on for 10 years of your marriage? Yep, been married 10 years, and I saw your post looking for people who were married and were having, uh, you know, gay sex encounters, and figured I would give you a shout. Cool, cool. So, yeah, I was looking for all types of, um, you know, and I'll just, uh, full disclosure, I do get, I'm conflicted about, you know, cheating and things like that, but I do think, well, first of all, I do have listeners that would find all of this completely hot. Um, and I also, and, and, and while, you know, I tend to also see the other side of it, I think that it will, you know, it'll be very informative and just, I'm always fascinated by, by the, the lives that, you know, we people and, and guys in general have that we, that we don't share with everyone else. So I'm just, again, I'm glad that you're, you're willing to do this and be as honest as you can. And so, um, so you're married now. Are you married to a man or a woman? Married to a woman. Okay. Okay. And, and how do you define your sexuality, sexual orientation? I would say I'm bisexual. I definitely like women. Obviously I'm still married, uh, to the wife, but I, you know, I was hooking up with guys before we got together and basically just never stopped since we did. So now are you out or are you closeted as far as your bisexuality? I'm closeted. You know, I don't think the wife has any grasp that I'm into guys at all. You know, maybe some kinky stuff in the bedroom, but beyond that, I don't think she has an idea. Okay. So you guys were married for 10 years, but were you like cheating or, you know, hooking up with guys even before that, like during, you know, your dating relationship or, or no. Yeah, basically I had been hooking up with guys and women. I'd say mostly guys. Uh, we met when I was, we were 22. Um, when we started dating, I didn't know it was serious then. So I was still hooking up with guys while we were dating. Um, mm -hmm. It went, got pretty serious, you know, three, four years passed. Uh, we knew we wanted to be with each other. And, uh, when we got married, uh, not much really changed. So it was kind of something I always did. I didn't really think much of it beyond it, you know, probably shouldn't tell her what's going on. Uh, but it seems to have worked so far. So what would you be like 32 now? 33, 33. Okay. And your wife is about the same age. 
Yep. So when did you know? So, I mean, you know, and I, I did an interview recently with um, bi porn star uh, Wolf Hudson, and we talked about the challenges of being bi because I know what it's like to be bi. And, and one of the things, I guess one of my challenges is, is that everyone thinks that if you're bi, that you're automatically going to uh, cheat. Like you just, you can't be with a woman or just a man. You're automatically going to cheat with the other. And so there's this general distrust right. of, of bi guys. Um, and you know, I'm a monogamous person and I, you know, I don't, I don't cheat at all, but, but you're, but your but your situation does exist. And, and, you know, I'd be a fool not, you know, uh, to not acknowledge that. And, you know, I, I just say when the whole bi community gets painted with a brush, you know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> yeah. And so let me just make sure. Uh, so for all the people that are really like kind of, you know, touchy or, or judgmental about the whole buy thing and the cheating, do you are, are you mm -hmm. do you think that you cheat because you think that a, a buy man cannot be with one person, or do you think you cheat because just at whether you were straight, gay, or buy, you just like the idea of you know getting off in the whole kind of not taboo, but the whole risk and submissive and all of that thing. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think I just like it and it's fun and, you know, I get off on it. I mean, I don't think there's anything more beyond that that I, I think about really. Nice. I just wanted to kind of dispel at least one of those myths about by people. It's not, it, you know, it's not like, oh, you can't be with one or the other. It's just some people have their likes and, and types of things that they like to do, whether it's with a man or a woman or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. So, so have you dated any guys before, or I guess with you being closeted that, you know, then would that be a no? Yeah, I haven't dated any guys like, uh, as far as traditional relationship would go. I mm -hmm. have definitely made some friends over the years were kept in contact uh -huh. and had more than just a one night stand or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but no actual, you know, long-term relationships with a guy just with women. So, and what, and let me just ask. So, I mean, when did you first know that you went, do you remember when and where and how you first knew that you, you know, you were attracted to guys as well as female? You know, I was always into girls when I was in a teenager. I would say I was probably around 15, 16 when I first started getting curious. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, from, the internet being available to me. I went from porno to, uh, chat. I would say, you know, I did a lot of like Yahoo chatting back uh -huh. in the day. It was, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and then, you know, from, from there, I would say curiosity led me to trying out the real thing from someone I met online. Yeah. So let's, you know, now I was probably 16. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, okay. So this is where I would, this is where I wanted to kind of go. Um, well, tell me what was your first, what was your first sex experience with a guy and what, and, and t just tell me about that and how it was. I was very nervous for sure. I was 16. I had been making a Craigslist post. Craigslist was still around then. It was, you know, easily available. Uh huh. So I made a Craigslist post. I really wasn't sure what I was looking for and just kind of see what was out there. And I had a guy hit me up. I was living at my parents' house then. So he was down to this maybe, you know, two in the, in the morning at this point, uh, he just said he was down to come visit me and that he had a girlfriend. So he 
uh, wanted to keep it discreet, which I liked because I was a teenager and nervous and there was, you know, school, schoolmates, all that. Well, how old was he? Kind of a smaller, he was probably 25, 26, I would say. Okay. All right. He was, he was definitely mid twenties. And what did, um, what did he was a Latino like? guy. Okay. okay. Um, and yeah, basically he, it didn't take very long. We, we exchanged some pictures and he said, I'm going to come up there and I had him parked down the street from where I was staying, which was my parents' house. And then basically I got into the back of his car and, uh, that was where my first experience lay essentially with, with him in his car. It was, it was pretty kinky, I guess you could say. Well, what um, what'd you he, do? I was, well, let's see. I was, I was wearing a gray thong, which I thought was really horny. Then I hadn't, you know, I hadn't gotten into like, sexy male underwear oh. which oh and by the way obviously like, yeah i don't mean to cut you off huh. billy by the way i just have to do the disclaimer because um i just did an interview recently where <laughs> uh a guy was he was actually he was about your age uh, your age at 16 when he uh also lost his virginity but he lost it to like a russian guy who i think was in like his mid to late uh 20s and so i just had to say okay you know the podcast is not you know encourage underage sex but i mean we don't we know these things happen but i just wanted to make you know just so i don't get in any any trouble so anyway so back to your story oh, yeah. so you were wearing a gray thong okay wearing a gray thong i just had my regular clothes on underneath i uh, got into his back truck or back seat of his car um he was like super horny i uh, kept making all sorts of comments about my body and you know what i look like took pictures of my ass and the thong you know, which got me on. I, I not really into pictures now, but I was 16. So I, I thought it was fun. Can you describe kind of um, what you looked like back then? Were you a, were you a jock? Were you kind of swimmers? Built? I mean, were you skinny? You know, what, just what was your makeup and what, what was he so attracted to? I was pretty skinny. I would say, um, I'm still pretty skinny. I'm more fit now. Definitely. I was athletic. So I played a lot of sports, played soccer, uh, basketball, football, you know, I was definite athlete type. I had kind of the, the shaggy haircut, not an emo haircut, but like a mop top, I guess you could say. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, I look back at the pictures then and I'm like, man, I was so freaking cute back then. And Ugh. you know, what, why didn't I feel like that? So I was not, I had pretty low self-esteem, which I shouldn't have because I was a good looking teenager. Uh, but yeah, basically tall, skinny athlete, mop top, uh, not much body hair, uh, pretty, pretty traditional all-american kind of look and it's funny um, we so went to high school around the same time i'm about the same age as you so I, I i i went to school with guys that looked a lot like you so yeah go ahead with a mop top <laughs> you know what I'm talking oh yeah oh yeah and you know so it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a touristy area up here so you get a lot of, of travelers you get a lot of uh skier golfer type of people and what area so you, you I, don't I, have to tell me but what area or, or in general if you if you feel comfortable saying oh uh, yeah this is like uh uh deep northern california oh, okay. like southern oregon got you got you did you guys did you also wear like the khaki shorts oh yeah khaki shorts yeah <laughs> uh way too baggy jeans right right you know that whole 90s like super flared out uh boot cut type of thing you know yeah, I had, yeah. had that rocking nice uh terrible fashion <laughs> but for the most part i rocked uh i rocked a t-shirt and uh basketball shorts you know 90 percent of the time got you got you all right i'm sorry so go ahead so you were in the truck and 
So we're in his truck and he kind of led me. I, I really didn't know what I was doing at all. And he led me to uh, sucking his cock, which I it was the first time I'd ever done it. I was very horny and I'd practiced before, but that was about it. Why do you practice? So uh, I, I use, you know, things like a banana or something like that. It was, it was real low key. I was, I was super afraid of, of purchasing something and having it sent to the house sure. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so it was, it was things like that. Just real, real dorky type of, of stuff. Why'd but, you get that great thong? At? Uh, that was my sister. So I, I had pilfered it from my oh. sisters. It was women's underwear. Holy. Oh, I uh, so I, I was kind of deviant, I guess. And I would, I would take my sister's underwear and try it on and, and cross dress a little, which I, I'm not really into cross dressing. I think I was just curious then. Okay. So I had, I had that on and he thought I was super horny. I, I don't know if it reminded him of his girlfriend or something, but he was take took some pictures of me to remind me uh-huh. or to remind himself of me. Uh-huh. Um, so he, he got pretty close to it. We didn't do much kissing. We did some body contact. Um, he, definitely wanted to feel my body and check it out um which i did with him i was kind of nervous and it was it was a you know interesting to feel like a full-grown man's body what it felt like because i had only been with uh teenage girls at that point i was a teenager yeah talk obviously. about that contrast from what from what you can remember like what was it that i mean if you could take yourself back to what that is like to i mean it's the first time you've ever actually felt, you know, a man's skin on you or a male, I should say, male skin on you in that way. It's the first time you'd ever um, touched, you know, uh, a dick, you know, that wasn't yours. Um, you know, I mean, just do you remember the feeling um, in your head and like the sensation of what that was like and how you were like, whoa, do you remember that at all? Yeah, I remember it was strange and it was it was just interesting to because I had wrestled with uh, guys or, you know, had contact with like a football coach or something like that, but that, you know, was nothing sexual in nature. So to, to feel a, a grown man's body and, and strength, I mean, he was 10 years older than me. It was, uh, super exciting. I kind of mostly remember the smell, you know, it was very, uh, you could really smell the, the male's scent, mm-hmm. I guess you could say cologne sweating right um all that and you know obviously when i um when i was under his his pants essentially that was another thing that i that i recall and just i guess the feeling of of another man's cock in my hand was was so foreign and unique it it was exciting i mean i was i was super excited i didn't have any sort of apprehension when we were getting down to it Uh, but yeah it was it was definitely a lot different than what i was used to which was only women at that point and you know kind of being the one in charge a little bit, so to speak. Uh-huh. So it was interesting to be led by him and he, he definitely knew what he was doing. So he had definitely uh, hooked up with guys before, even though he had a girlfriend, you, I could, you know, I could tell, mm-hmm. um, he had a cock ring on, which was exciting. And I, I had no idea what they were or even that people wore them. So I, I, I don't know. There's just something manly about his, uh, the, the cock ring on the way his balls were hairy, uh, the way his, his cock was, from that uh so that was that was you know i was super excited and that's the best way i could describe it um being 16 not really knowing anything about anything not knowing gay sex at all so that was a you know that was a very 
very interesting experience for sure. So did he, I mean, where did he finish? Did he come in your mouth? Did he come in your, did you get a facial? I mean, I'm just trying to picture what it's like for you being in that moment. Yeah. So we, I was sucking him off and I, you know, I wasn't sure if I was doing any good. I, I figure what felt good to me would feel good to him, Mm -hmm. obviously. So, um, I was jerking him off and sucking him off when, um, he was ready to come. Basically it was a matter of five minutes, I would say. (laughs) Oh, okay. Pretty quick. uh, So he basically gave me a tiny bit of warning and then, you know, I, I took his whole load in my mouth and, and swallowed it down, uh, with no problem. Uh, like, you know, like I knew what to do then basically. Sure. Well, I mean, like, um, and had then, you ever tasted your own or did you have any idea what that kind of stuff would taste like? Or was it like, Ooh, all I right. had a, a little bit like with masturbation had like come to my own mouth before, oh, okay. um, you know, I had that, it, I would, wasn't that into it, but that was probably because I was post nut, you know? So I, I got nervous and weird and, and ashamed, I guess you could say, Yeah. Okay. which is I don't think my fault. I think it's just a construct of how society views everything really. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had an idea, but you know what I tasted like versus what he tastes like was totally different. Oh, um, wow. He was really musky tasting, which I wasn't prepared for, but I, you know, I didn't gag or anything like that. Um, mm. it was really horny to be, uh, jerking him off, um, sucking down his cum and him like shivering and groaning. And he kept, you know, saying things like, oh shit, like, oh, you know, that was better than my girlfriend and, and things like that, which I, I got off on. I thought that was really horny that he, you know, he had uh, a girl at home, but he was out there hooking up with me. And, right. you know, I imagined his girlfriend was probably his age or something like that. So it, it felt, you know, I just liked feeling that kind of slutty stuff uh-huh. um, with him. Yeah. But then he, so he come to my mouth and then he, he took another picture of me and, um, you know, basically said, I got to go. I got to, got to get back to the girlfriend. She was probably sleeping or something. I'm not sure exactly what was going on there. Um, so then I got out of his truck and walked on home and off, off he went down the road. It was a, you know, a matter of five minutes when I got in his car and now did he know you were um, 16? You know, I don't think so. Okay. When you, when you do Craigslist, you you obviously can't say you're 16. So I don't think I even got into the age factor. Okay. Then. Well, good. All right. Then I feel, I, I feel, I feel okay with this. Then like, I feel, cause you know, I mean, some of this is pretty arousing and you know, I, I, but that wasn't the goal of hearing that story, but to know that it was not to know that he was not taking advantage of someone who under the age that makes, that makes it makes me feel safer. So <laughs> yeah, so I, I thought about that too, especially, um, you know, later in life. And I, I, there are two factors. I look at that with, uh, for one, he wasn't creepy about it, you know, which is a big, there are creeps online. It's a fact, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then number two at 16, I was more or less an adult in how I approached life and, and went about things. And it was my decision. So I, there was no way I could say that he was taking advantage of me. I mean, I decided I wanted him to come told him where to go. I walked into his car. So there was no, you know, he wasn't taking advantage of me in, in any way, especially when I look back at it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's something to think about for sure. Cause you know, that's, that's not, I mean, it's not like a natural thing to meet someone 10 years older than you when you're 16. Right, 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 right. So after that experience, when was your next, when was your next guy experience? 
I would say I, um, the next one was probably a month or so after that. Oh, damn. I thought you were um, going to say like maybe a, a year, a couple of years or, okay. So, so how'd that happen? No, I, yeah, I, so that, that kind of sparked me to, to look into more, um, and get and do more stuff and, and meet, uh, more guys and kind of see, you know, what, what was out there. And, uh, so at that point I was pretty much just checking out Craigslist. I was new to the like online, uh, scene, I guess you could say. Um, so I, a month later after I had, I was a little nervous, I guess you could say uh, afterwards and I guess feeling a, b- a bit of shame in a way, but I, I knew it was exciting and I, I didn't have a girlfriend, so I was uh, pretty, pretty open. You know, I was still living at home, obviously what, um, that was, I thought a pretty horny experience, just that itself being home and in high school and hooking up with guys on from, I met online. You know, and just to, no and just to clarify, because if they knew me at school, yeah, and I just want to clarify. So you're, um, you're white, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, blonde, brunette, black hair, eye color, uh, black hair, uh, brown eyes, uh, pretty tall, tall, slim. Okay. I would say. Okay. I just, um, so pretty, you know, pretty standard, traditional mm-hmm. white american kid basically got you okay i was just and so like the next guy you hook up hook up with well i mean like what's his what does he look like what's his demographic yeah and i well i'll tell you i'll tell you what um unless it's unless it's the same unless it's something different I'll, i'll i'll move on like like i mean what have you what have you done so far um you know sexually with other men like you know as far as positions this that or the other i mean have you had anal? Okay. Yeah, I would say I've done just about everything there could be to do. And, um, I went, especially when I was, you know, 16 to, to 22, 23, I hooked up with a lot of guys, uh, less so when I was married, but it, you know, maybe less overall, but not, you know, the frequency was probably similar. Uh-huh. And so, um, but you know, I'm sorry, go no, ahead. no, please. I'm sorry. Um, when I was younger, I was much more open. I would kind of, I would do whatever I was exploring, I would say. So, uh, when I was, was younger, I would still top then I had topped guys. I had had my cock sucked by cock. Um, you know, those are the main things I, I didn't wait, wait, I'm sorry. It dragged on for a second. You said you, uh, you had your, you topped back then. You said you had your cock sucked. Is that what you said? Yeah, I would, I would do pretty much everything back and I had no like position or role. So I would, I would top, I would bottom, I would suck cock, I would get sucked. Um, I would do some rimming. I, I got into that a little bit. I really like to be rimmed, especially now. Yeah. Um, I get into, I don't get into like heavy role play or anything like that. I definitely have a kink for older men for sure. And that started when I was younger and it's still that way. Now, do you think um, that stemmed I, all the way back from your first experience? You know, maybe my, my first experience, he was older, he had a girlfriend. So maybe that told me it was, it was okay. Or that's this is what people did or, or something, you know, maybe okay. uh, that's certainly possible. 
Uh, yeah, I was, I was much more open and into just kind of experiencing different scenes. Uh, back then, I, you know, that group, um, I've, I get into a lot of edging is what I like to do, um, like any more in particular, but then as I learn, I don't really like to come with guys. Um, so that oh, I that's do a lot of edging where I like, I do. Yeah. So like, I, for whatever reason, I, I just, it, the experience was always lessened when I would come afterwards. Uh, so I like started to get into edging where I would, I wouldn't come with the guys or Why whatever. And that I'd be is? pretty that's, submissive. I would say that's this, in, this is how I am now. That's interesting. Why do you think that you is? That? I don't know, but for whatever reason, um, when I come with guys, I just don't, I'm, I don't enjoy it nearly as much as when I come with women. So maybe that has something to do with it. Well, how do you come with women uh, yeah, uh, differently than coming with guys? Well, well, how many, how do you come differently? Sorry, from, what was that part? You kind of cut out. No, I was saying, how do you come differently with women than with guys? Yeah. So I guess the, the stimulation is different. Um, when I was topping, I, I mean, I use, I use condoms when I was topping. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that has something to do with it. I obviously don't use one with my wife, uh, but for whatever reason, when I, when I would come from, from gay sex, I would not be as not into it after, but just, it, it just wasn't as pleasurable, I guess you could say. And then when I, when I come with a woman, I, I don't know why I, it's just more, uh, uh, natural feeling, I guess, after I come. But well, my favorite thing is, is edging where I, I play with men. I, I don't come. And then when I play with one, a woman, I, you know, really really come hard and I, I do a lot of that i think that's really fun that's interesting uh, but yeah so that, that's basically where it went yeah that's very yeah, so i, yeah. I kind of skewed more submissive i guess you would say well you know and i was yeah, trying yeah, to then, so. I, I think i developed i don't know if this is a theory but two things came to mind one i was thinking that well maybe because he likes the idea of being more submissive that maybe the fact that he gets off and gets the satisfaction uh you know, totally, you know, get totally satisfied by the end. It kind of takes away from that submissive factor. Um, that's one thought I had in my mind, or maybe possibly that, um, uh, maybe you're still, maybe there's some internalized homophobia there. Maybe like you don't, you don't want to fully allow yourself to let go and be okay with what you're doing or, or guilt, from you know maybe cheating on your wife i don't know those are just some things that came to mind i could be totally off base no yeah i'd say that i'd say they all apply a little bit for sure and you know the the part about the submissive part is is true and you know probably a little bit of guilt too and i think that might stem from my how i was raised where it was not not okay for for men to be with men, you know, that was mm-hmm. part of my upbringing. So maybe that, that is just ingrained or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but definitely. Yeah. I, I would say because I was more submissive that, that probably is more likely to, to think and, you know, going for, to have my partner completely satisfied and completely drained and feel really good after, you know, hour or more pleasure is the best thing that I, I experience with men. Uh, so I get, you know, when I do come, I guess it's like, you know, I don't need to basically, I, I've done my job and what I, what I want to do and what I like to do. And that yeah. usually satisfies my partners too at the same time. Yeah. So let me ask you, going back to the, the bottoming, I mean, like, 
how old were you when you first, do you remember your first bottoming experience and how old were you and, and what was that like? So I was probably 17 at this point. I was still living at home. Um, I had, I'd been hooking up with guys for about an, a year at that point, starting with the first experience that I, uh, laid out to you. Uh, by that point I had, uh, been checking out Adam for Adam, which is still around. And right. that was, you know, pretty traditional dating website, I guess you could say, or hookup website or, or whatever. Right. And I, so I was a, I was a senior in high school. I had a class before lunch that I had open. So I would usually uh, come home and I probably usually wouldn't even go back, but I would usually just come home from school and do whatever at home. I had had the house free until about four. I'd come home around noon and I'd have free time. Usually, you know, usually I would just spend it doing whatever a 17 year old would do, which is probably masturbate. Um, but I would also use those times to hook up with men and have them come over to the house because I could host. It was a lot, it was a lot easier to, you know, have people agree to hookups when they knew they were coming over to a house. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I bet it was kind of hot for the ones that knew that you, was, I, I said, I, and I bet it was kind of hot for those that, that knew that they were, you know, going to, uh, the empty house of a seven, you are a high schooler anyway, or a young guy. Yeah, absolutely. And I, they probably had an idea because, you know, I had my room in the, in the house and there was the other rooms and stuff. So I, I'm sure they had an idea, but you know, by that time I was 17, I was more or less full grown. I was tall, so I didn't exactly look like I was underage, you know. Gotcha. Um, but I'm sure they had an idea, and I'm sure that was that was erotic, especially with the older men that I'd have over. Yeah. Um, which I start that was around that time when I was 17. That was when I started to get into that, and I started getting into older men. Uh, um. So, met a guy on Adam for Adam, and he was like a. Pro- professional type guy uh bald white guy kind of like tough looking i guess but he wore a suit and a tie you know, like in his profile picture so, so he's like professional so guy. say that well, i'm sorry my uh gosh this connection like really bad so it said you said bald white guy and you said he was what now yeah so bald white guy he was like a professional guy cause he, his profile picture had like a suit and a tie uh-huh um so i assumed he was some some sort of white collar worker or lawyer or even, you know, something like that. Um, or just a guy who likes to wear suits. I mean, I suppose. Um, so I, I hit him up and he was really interested in me and I had a sexy profile picture then I was 17. I was, I was attracted for sure. And I, I like to tease and show off and how uh, old was he to guys online. So it wasn't like, a, he was 36, 36. So okay. he was 19 years older than me. Okay. Um, which now is like not that old on it. You know, when I look at right, it, but right. to me, it was, he was a much older guy then. So, okay. Um, I, we got to talking and, and chatting. I was off school early. I said, you know, why don't you come over? And I gave him my address and then I, I had no problems giving people my address. It was like my family home too. So it was, it was pretty, pretty erotic and horny that way because it was like almost, you know, at a gap of time and you had to make sure the other siblings weren't around and the parents weren't home and, and you know, that sort of thing. And I, I really got off on that aspect of 
they would never know and, and you know my, my parents would never suspect that i was having men closer to their age over to have sex with them so that would I realize in hearing you talk about this and also when people, you know, sneak around on their family and stuff like this, I realize that there are two, there are kind of three types of people. There are those that are like, I could never do that. I would be so disturbed, like, and I wouldn't want to be the family. And then there's the other side that's like, oh my gosh, the risk, the taboo that's so hot. And I realize I think I'm in the (laughs) middle. I think I'm the third type is kind of in the middle because on one hand, it's like, damn, that is so fucking hot. The parents come home not realizing their home was actually a playpen for their son to get the, his brains fucked out or, you know, or, or, exactly. and, or but at that other time, I'm just like, oh, I can imagine how terrible it would be to like as a father to come home knowing like, you know, some guy just had, you know, had my son that, you know, it, it's just so so it's so interesting. But, yeah, I mean, I have to admit the hotness of that and the any I mean, because even me just I go back to I don't know if you remember this, but like whenever you would click on porn when you were young or younger and see that it's like you need to be 18 and when being under 18 there's something ooh i'm not uh-oh and like now <laughs> yeah. and like now you know when you do it it's like almost it almost missed that naughty feeling and you know so if i'm feeling that way i can definitely understand how you felt the way you did yeah and i i, I probably didn't even know that's what i was really liking it into i think it was, the risk of it was exciting you know, and I, I wanted to try it out. And part of me was, it's a, you know, I guess it's a game to yourself of, of how much are you willing to, to go through with it and, and how can you keep up appearances, so to speak. So, um, I'd say, you know, this period probably trained me for when I was married and, um, hooking up while married because I was able, you know, to hide all this and, uh, no one knows. So that, that whole aspect was definitely driving a lot of this. And, um, I knew also I was going to be moving out within the year. So I had limited time to like have these kind of experiences. And, um, I knew I was going to have roommates when I moved out and it'd be much harder mm-hmm. with peers who were 19 and 20 and stuff like that to, to hook up with guys on the down low or, or sneakily or, or what have you. Um, so that probably dro- drove a lot of it. So was it only your room um, that you guys hooked so, up in or did you like ever fuck with anybody in like your parents, parents bed or on the couch or anything? Yeah. So, so what I, what I really got into, um, was I'd like to hook up, uh, with the guys in my sister's room. Oh, wow. And one of my sisters had, she was like a year or two older than me. Um, she had like a really pink <clears throat> with, with all typical, like, uh, you know, fashion girl type stuff on the walls and, and the posters of, of hot guys and stuff like that. So it was clearly like a, a girl's room and it was pink, pink sheets, pink bed. Uh-huh. And I would take, uh, I would take guys in there and they would, they would fuck the shit out of me in her bed. Wow. And, um, she had no idea basically. Now, I mean, and what turned you on about that was the, fa- well, I mean, what was so horny about mm-hmm. that? The fact that, I mean, did you guys not get along or I mean, like what, what was it? You know, I don't really know. I just, uh, I guess did it once and then, uh, kept trying for it, uh, you know, after that. And it was, you know, I guess 
I think the first time, honestly, my room was like really messy and I didn't want to take them into my room. Oh. I just had something in my head like, oh, like let's use sister's room. And um, I think it was, it turned on the guys because it was clearly not my room. And then they probably had a sense that, you know, I was in high school still, or at least living with my sister. And, right. Um, yeah, that, that was, that was my, one of my main things that I like to do. And, um, the, the first time I, um, bottomed. Yeah. Thank you for getting the, us back the, on that. I, I totally went yeah, off. Sorry. No, no yeah. I, I love the questions. It helps, you know, helps me lead into topics and stuff. Um, but I, I had him over finally, basically I agreed to, to meet him. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got I can crack my throat. Yeah, no problem. I agreed to meet him. Uh, during the day that I was going to be coming back from school. And I basically said, you know, here's the address, meet me here at, you know, 1 PM. And I, I got home and, uh, there was no one in the house, just the pets. And, um, basically anticipation at that point, I was maybe an hour out from when he was supposed to be there. Uh, that's always, you know, adds to the the experience the the anticipation of waiting for a new guy to show up that you haven't met before and he so he showed up eventually uh just pulled right in the driveway like he was a visitor and came and knocked on the door like everything was you know like he was a regular guy coming over like like he might visit my parents or something uh, and i opened the door um at this point i was in i think just my boxers so i, I opened the door just my boxers and he came and he true to his picture was uh full-on professional had a, a full suit and tie belt uh cufflinks you know everything like that um and he was super excited and and, and horny obviously because he saw me in my underwear and he so i led him back to my sister's room thank goodness you didn't have a nosy neighbor i just have to say that because like you know <laughs> you have an old that old lady across the street that tells your parents, you know, I, I see all types of strange men coming into your house at this time, you know? So <laughs> it, it is good. Yeah. I didn't have really have any neighbors. So that, that was working for me, but, um, and along the same aspect of that, you know, the more I, I do this kind of stuff, the more I realize it, it's almost, the more you try and hide it, the more obvious it looks like you're hiding it. So there's an aspect of like in plain sight to a lot of this, right? makes it easier to hide so the more normal seeming it is i guess you know is better off for you but yeah but yeah i'm fortunate there weren't no there weren't any neighbors that were were ratting me out or or noticing yeah so to speak okay so you went to your sister's um, room my sister's room uh brought him in there he kind of looked around at the pictures and so i think he got an idea of what was going on um, this guy was married too. So he had, a, he had his wedding ring on in fact. Um, and he, so we, I brought him over to the bed and this was, you know, part of maybe my really drive to, to fuck with older men, um, brought him to the bed, brought him to me and undid his belt, like his, uh, you know, leather professional belt. Don't you love that, the sound of like um, when the belt buckle you know, comes over the suit? Yeah, the belt buckle come undone, and then you know, snapping it out of the belt loops. Yeah, um, he had he had black uh, slacks on, so I lowered his slacks. He had the the you know wings of the the shirt down there, um, unbuttoned his shirt, 
and basically went to town on his cock, sucking his cock. And I, you know, no kissing or not much small talk then. Um, so he basically, I was sitting on the bed and he was standing over it. Um, still had his pants around his ankles and I started sucking him off basically. Um, he got excited and started liking that. So he, you know, kicked his shoes off, uh, took his, his clothes off and, uh, from there, he wanted to fuck me, and he was he was pretty upfront about that. And I was nervous because I hadn't actually bottomed before. I had only uh, played around with toys at that point. I had a couple toys, uh, so I guess I had trained myself a little bit, but I, I really wasn't ready for like a man, so to speak. Where'd you get these toys? Um, and he basically, uh, so one of them I took from my older sister, oh, who gosh. was you know pretty kinky, I guess because she had like all, she had all manner of sex toys in a box that I, I saw and snuck, you know, snuck around. And I mean, she had like harnesses and chains and like Damn. You know, all sorts of, all sorts of shit. So I had no idea until I saw this. And so I took one of her dildos and then the other I purchased, um, I think at a sex shop, they didn't ID me or anything. Um, these, so I'd been using those for a number of weeks, but I really wasn't prepared for an actual man to fuck me. Well, let me ask you, I mean, I guess I was trying to get to first what your, what your anal first real, what your anal experience was like, because in the previous episodes, I explained that, you know, there are a lot of people out there that, that don't, there are a lot of guys out there that don't know what, um, what a prostate orgasm feels like or how, or, or why it is that guys get pleasure from, um, anal stimulation and, uh, you know, uh, some like just being full, some like pain, pleasure, some like some feel tingling, some feel like they're actually coming. And so, you know, so at that point when you were playing with your toys and experimenting, did it start to feel good when you would do that? And if so, how, and what was the sensation? I think it always felt good. Obviously when you're first trying, you, you don't know what it feels like. So you're the, unknown part of that probably leads you to think it hurts but i i kind of knew it, it didn't really hurt and um i you know and you're you're right and that the first time you do it you, you don't know what the feeling is how to stimulate that part of you so it took some practice but i was definitely at the point where i would uh, use the dildos and get pleasure from it i wouldn't like hands free or anything like that but um essentially i was getting to the point where i had the dildo and I like to write it and then, you know, jerk off. And whenever I jerked off while doing that, I had a huge, um, huge orgasm, you know, which I know now is, was prostate orgasm because okay. I've had it, <laughs> I felt it before. Um, but yeah, it took me a while to learn that. I guess you could say, I didn't really know what to do at first. I'd say the first five or six times of using the dildos, I, it was more just like I was doing it, you know, and I, uh -huh. I wasn't really sure how it worked out until I, I really found how to get pleasure from it. Right. And I think that was probably just comfort and, and, and stretching myself out too on, on as well, which, you know, I was obviously very tight then. So, right. So I felt, I felt like I could handle at that point. Um, but I definitely could not because, um, the, when he, um, put it inside, it was pretty painful at first. And well, how big um, was I had it? a hard time, he was pretty big. He was probably seven inches cut, uh, pretty thick. He was, he was similar, um, size to my cock, which I knew was pretty large and, and thick. Uh, so he, you know, and he, he didn't uh, take it easy really. I mean, he just like 
put it in and just started pounding away and ouch was, was just like yeah basically yeah just like hard you know, um i didn't really i didn't tell him to stop i just like fought through it a little bit and what well, did he um, use spit or lube was, or what did he uh, he used lube. We had lube okay. that he brought. Okay, good. Okay. And he, he used the rubber, so he had the rubber and the lube. And then, um, you know, because he was married, he wanted to use the rubber. And he, um, yeah, basically just went inside and just started wailing away and um, lifted my legs over my head and uh, was very, very much just pounding the shit out of me in my sister's bed. Um, I, after a while of, of being pounded, it started to feel good which was good because <laughs> i wasn't sure if that was something i wanted to keep doing because it, it, it kind of hurt and it felt, i wasn't prepared it at felt all good in what way like you felt felt them on your prostate or you just like the feeling of them you know stretching you out and going back yeah, and forth I, I think so i think it was probably both the prostate i think i loosened up a little and then um just the when he would plunge in deep it was probably the prostate i was feeling mm. i started you know feeling a lot of pleasure from it and um, that was new for me because I hadn't felt that pleasure before. Obviously, I, the dildos were connected to me. This cock was connected to a man. So he was, and he was really using it. Like he had no, um, you know, sometimes with your, with partners, they're very comforting. Like, are you okay? Is this feel this good? He, he had no, uh, you know, he was just like pounding me out, pounding a, a boy out essentially. Um, so he, he was pretty dominant in that, in that respect for sure um so yeah he he basically just pounded me super hard for a good 10 minutes i started feeling pleasure after maybe six or seven minutes um and then not long after that he uh wanted to come but he couldn't stop so he he blasted a huge cum load inside he was had a condom on so it wasn't like fully inside but you felt um, the warmth and, then, and everything oh yeah for sure i felt i felt it um fill up and fill up the condom and and the warmth and you know when he when he groaned and um felt pleasure that's when i really was like this is this is what i like like i like this feeling you know the moment of, of when a guy's getting off and he's using your body to do it like something about that i just really liked and there's a certain so, power that comes with that it's like i did that you know yeah totally my my ass did that you know and my hole was was good and he, he liked it and and he yeah. got he got off with it so um, I, I knew I liked that part and that was probably the submissive part of me, you know, coming out early. Yeah. And I can't, no, but that was my first. Well, and I can't leave that topic without just being, asking the question. I mean, you didn't expect that this was going to happen. So you didn't have a chance to prepare to clean yourself. So, I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking, did this, was this a little messy or. Oh, oh, I'm preparing the fact like. Um, I didn't know what I was in, in for. I had showered and stuff before he came over. So it wasn't really messy, no. Okay. Which was good because he pounded me pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I think we're going to end up having to do a, uh, thank you for staying on as long as you can. Um, um, if you're, uh, if you're okay with this, I'd like to, um, also have you back for maybe a part two, you know, if you're okay with that. Yeah, yeah, I I really enjoyed this talk, so I yeah. would I would definitely be down. It's yeah. fun to to you know reach back into my memory and go over some yeah. of the stuff. So and you ask good questions, so it helps me kind of determine where I'm where we're at. 
yeah, I will reach back out to you or, uh, and see, uh, when you're available to do a part two. And thank you so much, Billy. I really appreciate this. I hope you found part one very interesting and stay tuned for part two.